If you have your Bibles and will turn with me for a few moments, I want to turn your attention to the 121st Psalm. And then we will read from Psalms 145 and verse number 5. 121st Psalm, I will read verses 1 and 2. And then we will go to verse 5 of chapter 146. And the word of the Lord reads like this. The psalmist said, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence come my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. One translation puts a a pause and a question in the first verse. He said, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. And then the question comes, from where comes my help? My help comes from the Lord. Everyone say, the Lord. Psalms 146 and verse number 5, again the writer said, Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. Happy is he that hath the Lord or hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. I want to talk to you for a few moments tonight about a lesson that can transform your life. A lesson that can transform your life. Would you put your Bibles down and just one more time lift up your hands to the Lord and let's give Him praise. Would you do that? Praise God. Lord, we love you tonight. Oh, yes, we do, Lord. We thank you for your presence in this place and for your power. God, for your goodness and mercy, for your love and compassion and for all, Lord, that you have done for us. Thank you tonight, Lord, for this wonderful privilege that we have to be in your presence and to be in this house. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever and ever and ever. And everyone said, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you so much for being in the house of the Lord tonight. One of the great tragedies of our day is that we have more to make us happy than we have ever had, yet for the most part, people are more unhappy tonight than we have ever been. There are more complaints heard today, there are more gripes, and there are more aches than most anything else that is heard. How could it be that we live in a land and we live in a time when we all have more than we need to make us happy, but so many people are still 
unhappy. Husbands are never satisfied and wives continually want more and continually complain about not having more. Young people live in a world of boredom and unhappiness, feeling that life is meant to be catered to them. And so the story goes on. Why do we have more stuff yet more strife than ever before? How is it that we could have more possessions but less peace? How could it be that we would have more grace but less graciousness? So many things are messing up our lives today and stripping away from us the peace and contentment that God intended for us to have. More happens to us and yet less is appreciated. More has become the motto of the day. We all want more. We want more of this. We want more of that. One who ends up with the most stuff wins is the motto of our day. That the more that you have, the happier you are going to be. But many of us tonight have more than we've ever had. And yet some perhaps are not happy even with more. So evidently more is not the answer. At least not more of what we're reaching for. There is something about man that needs to go back again to the simple things of life. It is in man to complicate life. It is within our grasp to make things more difficult. God could give us a simple remedy and we're going to somehow mess it up because we want to complicate it. God put man in the garden and he gave him the power to rule over that garden. He gave him the authority and he gave him the power to name and he gave him the ability to rule in that setting. He said, you can have anything in this garden that you want. There's only one thing that I don't want you messing with. And that's the tree of life. And sure enough, just like man, somehow we find a way to mess up the peace that God created. How is it that we could do that? How is it that in a land of plenty... In a land that is blessed more than any other nation on the face of the earth, we have more complaints and more gripes about life than we have ever had. It's because our focus is wrong. Amen. Some have more than we have ever had and still we are not happy. And it's because we are looking to the wrong thing to make us happy. We are looking to the wrong things to fix our problem. The psalmist wrote in the 121st Psalm, and most believe that it was written by Hezekiah, a man whose back was against the wall, a man who was facing an invasion of an Assyrian army, a man who was about to have everything taken away from him if things went the way the Assyrians had planned for it to go. And yet as he contemplates his situation 
and he looks at everything that is before him. He realizes something. He comes to the understanding that his safety and his provision is not in what he has been able to produce with his hand. The psalmist draws attention to where his help really comes from. His help does not come from what he has done. His help comes from the Lord. It is interesting, that, and someone has noted that the word that is used here, uh, the word help that is used in the 121st Psalm actually comes from two words, one of them meaning plenty and the other meaning shout or happy. And what Hezekiah began to understand was that his happy plenty in life or his happiness in life was not based upon a location, but upon a person. His happiness was not upon where he was, but it was upon who he knew. Putting them together, you have a principle that can change your life. And that is when you understand that your help comes from the Lord, that your happiness and your peace does not come from what you're going through and it doesn't come from what you're experiencing, but your help comes from the Lord. Thank God for simple appetites. Oh, thank God for simple appetites. I have come tonight to understand that it takes far too much to make some people happy because they have made happiness and the focus of their happiness the wrong thing. The singer declares that the hills were not what made him happy. The beauty of the mountain was not necessary. The excitement of the ocean was not needed. The thrill of events was not what he looked for. The pleasure of activities was not what he wanted. The Lord, he said, is all that I need to make me happy. Happiness is not in a location. When happiness is based upon a location, our happiness is founded in circumstances and we will surely find unhappiness in circumstances. But when our happiness comes from the Lord, there is no circumstance that can take that away from us. It is not based on circumstances, but based upon an individual. When you make the Lord your portion, when you make Him the focus of your affection, then everything changes in life. There are people here tonight who no doubt are miserable in their own lives and they're miserable in the way that they live because they have made their happiness based on where they are. They have made their happiness based on a place or a possession or a palace or something else and they never 
find the fullness of their happiness because the place is never enough and the possession is never enough and the palace is never enough and the location is never enough but when you make the Lord your portion when you allow him to be your portion there is a fullness that comes with him and there is a love and appreciation for life that changes everything about your life hallelujah Sometimes we see things and we think how awful. But I will tell you that a blind man would be happy to see that awful thing. Don't let your happiness depend on what you see. Let your happiness depend upon the fact that you can see. Don't let your happiness depend on what you hear, but let it depend upon the fact that you can hear. Don't let your happiness depend on what you smell, but on the fact that you can smell. Don't let your happiness depend on where you walk. Let your happiness depend on the fact that you can walk. Don't make your happiness dependent upon a place Make your happiness dependent upon a a person. Let God be your portion. Hallelujah. When God becomes your portion, when He becomes the focus of your affection and desire, then it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you have to go through. It doesn't matter what you have to endure. It doesn't matter what you have to deal with. When the Lord is your portion, when God is your supply, you're going to always find happiness. And you're going to always find fulfillment because in Him is all fullness. And in Him dwells all fullness. When I let God be my portion and not a location, I have learned the secret of happiness because then my happiness is not eliminated or thwarted and it is not defeated or stopped nor is it killed or maimed because I have to go through some trouble in this life. When I get wrapped up in a person, when I get wrapped up in a somebody, then something doesn't matter. Hallelujah. When I get wrapped up not in a possession, but in a principle, my life changes. You see, there are a lot of people that misunderstand the giving that goes on around the church. There are a lot of people that come and they watch us service after service reach into our pocket and we pull out money and we put it in an offering bag and we honor the Lord with our offering and with our time. Some people say, Brother Hughes, that's not wise stewardship in tough economic time. Oh, my friend, it is the best thing in tough economic time. Because when you start living by a principle... You're not held captive by a possession. When you live by a principle, everything in your life changes. And when you realize that your happiness does not come from what you have, but the simple fact that you do have 
then everything changes in life. There are people sitting on these pews here tonight that would gripe about being in the best place in the world because their life is focused on where they are. Somehow tonight, something needs to happen in our thinking and in our spirit and we need to get so wrapped up in somebody that something doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter if it's sunshine or rain. It doesn't matter if everything's going my way or not. It doesn't matter if I get what I want or not. If I can just get into the presence of the Lord. If I can just worship the Lord. If I can just love the Lord. God is my portion and He is my happy plenty. Hallelujah. Brother Cheryl, I thought about you today. Many months ago, you and I talked about a time in your life when things were in, you were in difficult financial straits or you were going through a difficult time, but you had always made a, you had made it a principle of your life to give. And it didn't matter how little or how much. The principle was, I'm going to honor God with the first fruit of my increase. And God took a principle and He blessed a life and He blessed a lifetime. I'm telling you tonight that there's a principle at work in God. And when we take that principle and we allow that to be the focus of our life, it's not on possession. Well, if I give that, I'm going to have less than I did. I want to tell you something about God. God can do more with your 90% than you can do with 100%. God can do more with 50% than you can do with 100%. When you honor God with the principle, it doesn't matter what the possession is. God is always going to supply. He is always going to make a way. Why am I preaching this way tonight? Because I know there are people in this building right now. You whine and gripe and bellyache and complain and you still have the best things in life. Why? Because things are what make you happy and things are never enough. But if somehow we could fall in love with Jesus all over again, if we could realize that's where my real happiness is, it's not in what I have or what I don't have. It's not in where I am or where I'm not. It's not in what I can do or what I cannot do. My happiness is in the Lord. My happiness tonight is that I have hands and that I can clap to the Lord. My happiness tonight is that I have a voice to lift up to Him. My happiness is uh, that however imperfect life is, uh, my God is perfect and He will always keep me and He will always deliver me. Hallelujah. Let God be your portion. Not a possession, but a purpose. Let Him be your portion. Complaining always comes from circumstances. And when circumstances are the focus of our life, there's plenty to complain about. But when God becomes the focus, circumstances don't matter. You can be in the palace or you can be in a prison. Either place, you can touch God. Amen. You can have everything going your way. 
The boss smiling and slapping you on the back and he can be cussing you out every time you walk through the doors. It doesn't matter because my happiness isn't whether the boss smiles on me or not. My happiness is found in God and I found that when I put my trust in Him, when I lean on Him, when I depend on Him, when I live by that principle, it transforms my life. I can smile when it's raining. I can shout when it's thundering. I can run when everybody else wants to lay down. Why? Because the Lord is my portion. I'm not happy tonight just because you're here. I'm happy because the Lord's here. (laughs) I'm happy because I know God is in this place. I'm happy because I can lift my hand and I can lift my voice and I can magnify Him and give Him praise. And somebody said Amen. When we make happiness a principle. When we make happiness that person, I want to know him. I want to get close to him. I want him to be the focus of my life, my energy, my desires. Then everything changes. When I make my happiness dependent on a position, somebody else always gets the position. When I make my happiness dependent on a possession, somebody always one-ups me and gets something better than I just bought. And so I'm now unhappy because I don't have the newest, latest, greatest. Uh, I want to tell you that's a miserable way to live. But if somehow you can make God your portion, then you can learn to rejoice when your neighbor gets something better than you do. You can learn how to shout with those that shout and weep with those that weep. When you make your happiness dependent on a possession or on a position you're always going to be a miserable person my happiness is in the Lord and I've learned he can be trusted I said I've learned he can be trusted I've learned that no matter what's going on in my life he's always more than enough he will always keep me He will always protect me. What little can cause us to go down. And what little things can frustrate our lives. When we allow our focus to be on those things. I'm here tonight because of the grace of God. And nobody knows that any more than I do. You may be here because of your merit. You may be here because you've been a holy person. And you've been righteous and good all your life. But you're looking at one man that hasn't been perfect. And I've been full of failures. I'm here tonight because of the grace of God. I'm not here because of what I have. I'm not here because of what I possess tonight. I'm here because of who I know I'm here because God has been the focus of my life he's been the one I wanted to please more than anybody else and when I please him I make my enemies to be at peace with me when I am looking to him then everything else works together for the good it's a principle that changes life when you go when you fall in love with somebody something does not matter Amen. What are the things that are causing you trouble tonight? What's making some of you unhappy? What makes you complain and gripe? Bellyache to your husband. Whine about things that you don't have. It's the fact that you're looking at what you don't have. Why don't you start looking at what you do have? 
You've got a God that's always there. You've got a God who's never failed you. More than that, you have a God who forgave you of your sin. A God who loved you when you were unlovable. A God who accepted you when nobody else would accept you. A God who welcomed you when nobody else would welcome you. Oh, listen, that's enough to make me happy tonight. That's enough to make me want to shout that God would love me when nobody else would love me. And He stood with me when nobody else would stand with me. I have learned the secret of life. It's not complicated. It's getting back to the simple things of of falling in love with Jesus and staying in love with Jesus. Because when I'm in love with Him, I can be happy in a pup tent. I can be happy driving a broken down, beat up car. I can be happy in a ragged pair of shoes. I can be happy without the best set of clothes on. Why? Because my happiness It's not wound up in what I have. It's in who I know. And it's in who lives in my heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Somebody needs to fall in love with Jesus again tonight. You young people need to fall in love with Jesus again tonight. You young couples need to fall in love with Jesus tonight. If you would start loving Him more, you would not be focused so much on things. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. He's never failed me yet. That's what we sang a while ago. You can take that yet off. He's never going to fail you. He's never going to fail you. He's always faithful. Amen. And when you make happiness, some people think, well, if I can just get that promotion, if I can just get that house, if I can just buy that car, if I can wear those clothes, if I can ever get that purse. Now, if I, if I, if my husband would ever step up and pay a little attention and get me what I want, I'd be happy. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be any happier than you are right now because your happiness is dependent on things. Brother Hughes, I wouldn't be so hard to get along with if I could just get what I wanted. Hey, I could give you everything you wanted and you'd still be just as mean and ugly and hard as you are right now if you're that way. Not that anybody in this building's that way, but if you're that way because things are not going to make you happy. When Hezekiah started looking around, he he realized what really mattered. These hills are not the answer. This city's not the answer. That's not going to keep the Assyrians at bay. That's not going to keep the enemy off of my back. That's not going to keep him from destroying everything I've worked for. The only thing that's going to keep me is the Lord. And that's where he put his focus. My help is in the Lord. And Hezekiah stepped out in faith and he said some really bold things in the remaining portion of that chapter. Confidence rose up inside of him and said, Lord, if you don't do this, I'm going down. And God did it for him. When Sennacherib came against him, all Hezekiah could do was just go before the Lord and lay the accusations before him and say, Lord, listen to what's being said. Hezekiah didn't even have to raise a finger. He didn't even have to pull out a sword 
because God took care of the Assyrians before they ever got to Jerusalem. That's what happens when people make God their portion. Amen. You know, there's a lot of unnecessary battles going on in people's lives tonight because they're trying to take it in their own hands. But oh, if somehow somebody could get back to the simplicity of just loving Jesus. He's all that I need. He's all I need. Jesus is all I need. Amen. I don't need anything else but Him. When I have Him, I have everything. And when I make somebody the focus of my life, then those things don't bother me anymore. If I have them, good. If I don't, that's all right. Paul said, I've learned how to increase. I've learned how to decrease. I've learned how to enjoy plenty. I've learned how to enjoy want. He said, it doesn't really matter because my happiness is not based on what I have. My, my happiness is based on who I know. Jesus has never failed me yet. Amen. He's never failed me yet. What makes you happy tonight? What makes you smile? Wouldn't it be great if just coming into the presence of the Lord would make us smile again? Wouldn't it be great if just knowing we got to come to church tonight made us happy again? Praise God. Wouldn't it be great if just thinking about a prayer meeting just made your heart jump? Some people, when they think about a prayer meeting, they go, oh, God, not again. God, let me make you my portion. And when I make you my portion, you become my help. You become my happy plenty. You, you become everything I need and everything I will ever, ever need. I find in Him. Let's stand together.